Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick. And I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Ducats. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for entertainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Ducats. Hey, D&D fam, we're back. Yes, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And we are doing our Dating Potential series, talking with real people's perspective, right? We thought it would not be fair to discuss this just from the single woman's lens and didn't want to come off angry or bitter. Right. So (laughs) we have a series, as we've let you all know, we have a married man, we have Mm -hmm. single men, and married women this series. So we are excited to get into it. So did you want to introduce our guest? Yes, so we have with us Mr. Maurice Griffin. Yes. And he is with us from, where is he? Where is he? Kernersville, North Carolina, right outside of (laughs) Winston-Salem. Yes, and so we're going to have you on and have him on for our Dating Potential, The Married Man's Perspective. Mm -hmm. So, Mr. Maurice, say hi to the people. Hello, how's everybody doing? Hello, hello. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for coming on to Divas and Duckets, right? So let's get into some of these questions Mm -hmm. for the people. Um, So the first question, of course, how Mm -hmm. long have you been married? Uh, Well, this will be our ninth year. So I've been married right now eight years. Um, We're married on August the 18th in 2012. Okay. Twenty twelve was a good year. Nice year of marriage. So we're we're approaching ten years very soon. That is so cool. A decade. Yeah. As they say, y'all got past the seven year itch. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There wasn't an itch. There There was no. I love it. There was no itch for you. I love that. Mm -hmm. So, um, can you tell us? um, And do you have children? We do. Um, we have three kids. Actually, we have a five-year-old. Our oldest just turned five. Oh, wow. Uh, our middle child is three. Mm-hmm. And we just had a baby this past July. So we have a um, five-month-old who will be six months in a couple of days. Oh, okay. That's a fun... Boy. Three boys. All yes, boys. Yeah. Three whole All boys. boys. <laughs> so is the Me queen... And my brother are the only two in my family. Um I don't have a lot of girls on my dad's side. Okay. He, he has, there's 12 of them. Wow. 10 of them are boys. And so right now all I have is boys. So I, I don't know how many girls I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ooh. really cool. I, well, I'm team boys. So, you know, I love, I love boys. <laughs> but I guess when there's not a lot of girls in your family, somebody wants the princess to come around. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Girl, he's wanted a girl from the beginning, and then my brother just had a child, and he's having a boy. So. Oh, 
we're going to keep rooting mama. for mom. We're going to keep rooting for her. <laughs> see what happens. So one of the things that Quick and I talk about, and I think we differ a lot on the idea of dating potential, but one of the things that we have agreed on mm-hmm. is defining potential. So first and foremost, I say dating potential is it's that you're not quite where you are or want not quite where you want to be, but there's action behind it. Mm-hmm. To me, not being where you want to be and having these dreams and wishes are what I call a hobosexual, H-O-B as in boy, O. And that's, you know, the people who just need somewhere to stay. They just kind of transient, figuring it out. Like, okay. I'm okay. I'm never going to encourage someone to date a bum or a hobosexual. But, you know, potential to me, like I said, is just you might not be where you want to be yet, but there's some action behind it. You can see him working on something right. or her working right. on something. Right. So we do agree on that term. Yes. So with that said, (laughs) (laughs) so with that said, what does potential mean to you? Or when you were dating, like what Mm -hmm. did that mean to you? I guess not a thing. Okay. I never never dated on potential. Um, I love it. It never worked like that to me. Okay. Um, Well, let me let me tell a story. Um, So. Me and my wife, actually, I, I just want to be candid with you all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had connected initially. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit. Uh, through Black Planet. Okay. okay. Years ago. Yes. Right? So, I, I was in high school. She was in high school. You know, I'm, I'm a couple of years older now, mm-hmm. uh, as far as grades are concerned. So, um, it never really materialized into anything. It was just somebody you were talking to across the internet. She was in high porn. Mm-hmm. I'm from the city, on the coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just kind of connect, you know, kept this connection. I mean, she went off to college. I did. We didn't really connect. And some, somewhere along the line, we became Facebook friends. You know, when Facebook originally started, it was a place where college students met. Right. Yeah. Right? But, you know, I remember... Me I, and I, my undergrad was at East Carolina being in school. And okay, I can't wait till school gets on, you know, Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then you pop up on Facebook and you see your friends at other universities on Facebook. And then, I mean, that's kind of how we remain, I don't know, somehow connected. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really start like talking or even like having a, a legitimate or realistic amount of conversation until 2010. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that was when I made the, the decision. I think at the time she was dating someone. I told her, I was like, you know, you're talking to you if you're dating someone. You know? Yeah. Right. That was the rule that I had. You know, right. I, I'm not going to talk to someone who's involved or who I perceive to be involved because, you know, it's just something I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Once that became clear, you know, I said, well, you know, I'll go, I'll go see you. And when I, when I went to see her and we connected, it was like, I told her, I'm going to keep it, you know, keep it a hundred. You're one of the first people I've been around who I've stayed with an entire weekend. I did not feel the need to run. Wow. That's not what I thought you were going to say. It's a proper level. Um, (laughs) But I also had to get to that place. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't just her. It was also me. I think a lot of things had had to fall into place Mm -hmm. with me as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, At the time where I was able to be more open to a relationship and mm-hmm. I was ready yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So, 
Mm-hmm. And even dating your so when it comes to potential, it's like I, I never really look at it in a you know, I don't want to itemize another person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't want to say, okay, you have this, 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 this. Let me check. Mm. Nah, I mean, everybody's different. Yeah. And one thing I learned, especially being married and being in a long relationship, you know, a good marriage is that you'll do a lot of things you've never said you thought you'd do. Hmm. <laughs> you'll do a lot of things. You say, well, I would do that. I wouldn't put up with those. No, I mean, these are people. These yeah. are people. And people right. change and, you know, you have to communicate and you have to um compromise mm-hmm. and so for me with my wife it's not you know i i fell in love with her as a person mm-hmm. and i knew her as what she was and so that you know whatever came with that i was willing to deal with mm-hmm. one of my good friends once told me he was like there's good there's all the good outweigh the bad and i'm like yeah he was like well it seems like a good situation that you might want to get yourself involved with. <laughs> I was like, you're right. I feel really good about this. So I, that, that's just how I approach it. I like it. I do too. And, and so you were saying like when you met her and t- well, when y'all reconnected in 2010, mm-hmm. you you purposely, when you were dating her, like it was to be, see if this is a potential wife situation. Like it wasn't a I play wasn't with, with that. Okay. But I, wow. I can only like, if I, if I, you know, I dated, so I, I've, I've dated a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so my wife was the first girlfriend I had. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if I did not see this, I knew, like, I knew, okay, I'm not going to, this is not going anywhere. I'm not going to waste someone's time. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll be honest and open about it. And if you still wanted to kick it, you know, that's a whole another thing. Right. But, you know, I'm not going to, I had rules. One one of the things I say, you know, I'm not gonna waste anyone's time. I'm not gonna be dishonest. And and if you know who I was involved with, perceiving to be the bad guy, I'll just be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be someone who's stringing you along mm-hmm. and break your heart because I believe that'll come back on. Me. So, um, with my wife, you know, again, a lot of things that have fallen into place, man. I really mm-hmm. believe that, you know, in, in totality. But one of the things, you know. When I met her, I was in New York, in grad school. Mm-hmm. She was in grad school in South Carolina. Oh, wow. Now, we were in two different places, but one of the things that grad school did for me is that I was surrounded by a lot of women. Mm-hmm. And it really opened my eyes to what you all go through, how you all experience the world, mm-hmm. how you all, you know, de- deal with di- different, you know, issues or um, um, barriers, et cetera. Like I had people, I had friends who would talk to me about these things. So it, it, it really changed my perspective. And I think, I, I say, it helped me to be a better mate and that it made me more sympathetic to mm. the fight of the Mm-hmm. Uh, those friends that I have that I still have now, like, you know, they're, they're great women, but they really opened my eyes to some things. Now, I don't think I would be here if it wasn't for them because, you know, mm-hmm. how I approached my relationship with my, with my wife was a lot different than how I did with previous people. So, mm. so in terms of approaching, pr- approaching it, you know, keeping in mind that you don't itemize and things like that, what qualities were you looking for, if any, in a mate? <laughs> qualities? What? <laughs> 
I can't even say, I can't even put it in the terms of qualities, man. If she came to me and she, you know, even if she was in grad school and she was working at Walmart, like, you know, none of those things really mattered to me. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that because in our relationship, when you're married and when you're, you know, when you're made, when you've made that commitment, mm-hmm. things change. Okay. People change and you're not going to be the same person you were when you came in. Right, have the same beliefs, not gonna have the same ideals, none of that. Mm-hmm. And so, if I say, okay, you need to be this, 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 when I married you, mm-hmm. you know, eight years later, you're gonna be an entirely different person because you're in a different place in your life, especially when you had multiple kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, it's like the, the thing that it, that it has kept us together is our friendship, mm-hmm. and that's something that I really value. Like we can be friends, we can be happy and enjoy one another without having to rely on romance or sex or those things that kind of ebb and flow with mm-hmm, the relationship. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I, I would say that the friendship for me was number one. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're great friends and none of that has changed, but mm-hmm. life around us has changed so much. We both go, go through our, you know, personal things. She does. I do. I know I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and at times, you know, one person may be able to carry the other person through that. Mm-hmm. But you have to be friends. You have to enjoy the other person in order to do that. Right. You can't do that, you know. And I think that's why a lot of people fall short. You know, mm-hmm. romance, sex will only carry you so far. Right. Yep. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll it'll get you to the door, but then what? Mm-hmm. When y'all sitting there, and y'all alone, and you tired, then what? <laughs> like, what are you going to talk about? What you, like, how, right. how are you going to experience one? How are you going to support one another? What mm-hmm. is your conversation? Yeah, yeah. Those are things that people don't really consider mm-hmm. until, you know, you confront it with them. Like, ah. mm-hmm. And so you're saying, like, when y'all, like you said, reconnected, you were in grad school and she was in grad school, but her being in grad school wasn't what attracted you to, like, it wasn't like, oh, I want a woman that, you know, has a master's degree or, you know, PhD, yeah. like that wasn't mm-hmm. important to you, but was it something about her drive with her being in school that was attractive to you? I'll say this. One of the things that stood out is that <laughs> she would engage with me in conversation. Mm-hmm. Right. I think a lot of times, um, and I'm the type of person, you know, I can get talking, I can get deep, I can say a whole lot of stuff in terms of conversation. Mm-hmm. And very often I would feel like I'm talking to myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With my wife, mm-hmm. it's like, oh no, she's coming back at me. Right. She's getting- her opinion, she's giving me how she feels, and she doesn't necessarily have to agree with what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, even now, like a lot of things that you know, she feels I may not feel the same way, or we may not agree on it, or we'll get into it and then have to agree to disagree. Or you know what, you see things your way, I see things my way. I'm okay with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it also gives me a different perspective that I have to consider. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I value that as opposed to a lot of guys, you know, one of the things I used to hear back in college was, oh, man, this is a girl that you can be, you can, you know, talk to, you can mold her. And I'm not trying to mold no woman. <laughs> I 
are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, no. Like, mm-hmm. I want her to be her own person. Mm-hmm. I want her to have her own mind, her own, you know, thoughts, yeah. her own ambitions, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I just want her to be able to compliment that. And, you know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But, you know, yeah, I want her to be an independent person. And I, I respect that about her. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, you know, we were talking about the course of dating, but it just brought up a point when you were saying, like, not wanting to mold her Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I think that sometimes as women, we can mistake being, I guess, the word I hate using this because as as black women, we're also strong. We're strong. But, you know, I think sometimes we can teeter the line of being strong versus emasculating in terms of personality or how we present it. And so... Is there a difference, I guess, just from a male perspective, is there a difference to you in terms of being like maybe a strong personality or like you said, kind of being given pushback versus that lane of like, this being is kind of disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you got to look at things from a deeper perspective. Um, when, it's a, when, you, when it comes to like, my mom is a, is a strong black woman. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not turned off by that. I'm not scared of that. Because mm-hmm. that's what I grew up around. A lot yeah. of opinionated, you know, strong, strong mm-hmm. independent, you know, black women. So for me, it was never something that intimidated me. Mm-hmm. In fact, I was more drawn to it, mm-hmm. if anything. Yeah. Um, but in terms of emasculation, like me, me and my wife have, have had these conversations. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I used to tell was like, I can go out into the world, I can go out to my job, whatever. I can hear all sorts of stuff. People can say all things to me, all kinds of things to me, et cetera, whatever. The things that you say, only the things that you can say can mm-hmm. hurt me. Mm-hmm. Like only the things that you can say can cut me deep. Mm-hmm. Because I don't care what they say, you know. I'm not hearing a word. I, I know what it is to be a black man, to be a, a black person in society. Mm-hmm. When I come home, you know, the things that you say can really cut me deep. Mm-hmm. And so that was my perspective. From her perspective, mm-hmm. had to protect herself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she has to, you know, she has to be more outspoken, be more, you know, I don't want to say, I hate to say strong because it's not necessarily, yeah. I don't even really have a sense of strength. Right. But I view it as, as more so as a defense mechanism because of, as a black woman, too too often you're not heard. Right. Mm-hmm. You're ignored. Yeah. You're told you, you don't matter. Mm-hmm. And you have to use that voice to amplify yourself in order to be heard. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, all of those things go back to systemically how we were treated as a people. Right. And we have to be mindful of that. And that's why I think, you know, black love is, is such a revolutionary act because there's been so many different things in our in our past as a people to disrupt our family. Mm-hmm. So you always have to be mindful of that. So even, you know, even when we get into it or, you know, I may feel like she's being quote unquote emasculated, I got to check myself. Mm-hmm. I got to understand, okay, I know how I feel. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, let me look at this from a broader perspective. Mm. Why is she responding this way? Mm-hmm. What makes her? What am I doing to make her feel this way? What is she experiencing as a black woman? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Because it's not just about you know 
the racism and, and the, the racial microaggressions, et cetera, but it's being a woman, period. Mm-hmm. You're expected to carry so much, mm-hmm. you know, as a woman, and you're expected, you're expected to manage the household. You know, my mother was the same way. And that's something as a man that I have to change my thinking about and try to be more accommodating to her and be more understanding. But at the same time, manage the help manage the relationship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, it can be. It can, you can fit as a you can feel like you know a lot of times what your significant other may be saying or how she's you know responding may be emasculated. But you have to you you really have to think about where she's coming from mm-hmm. and what that means in terms of your relationship. Now I'm not saying you know I'm not saying to anybody mm-hmm. to accept or you know, tolerant, to be tolerant of abuse. That's a different animal. Mm-hmm. But I also know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Too many times we don't want to be understanding. Mm-hmm. We, you know, want to say our piece and, you know, tell how we feel, et cetera, whatever, whatever. But uh, all of these things come from somewhere. So, and me and my wife, again, we just had this conversation the other day. Like, I told her, I said, you know, I always try to have an understanding of where you're coming from when you say things, because not everything you say is in line with how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. And so she doesn't necessarily like that because she thinks I'm trying to get too deep or whatever. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, she's a psychologist, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to figure out. But I'm, I'm always playing the long game. Mm. I don't want these things to become reoccurring issues or what can I do to try to, you know, help the situation along with. Mm-hmm. I know if you're tired, you know, she works a lot mm-hmm. or it or it is a working bee. Mm-hmm. Now, on top of being a very active mother, on top of being, you know, active in her community, mm-hmm. it takes on a lot. Yeah. So if I come on, I know she, she's doing X, Y, Z, whatever. I also have to be mindful that when I say, hey, how you doing? She'll start popping off and all this stuff. Ah, I'm like, okay. You tired. <laughs> you, need, you need a nap. You, like, you need a nap. You're doing a lot. You tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, and so even though I might feel a certain type of way, it's like, yeah. it, it ain't always about me. We right. got three kids. You know yeah. What I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you talk about children, like, was that uh, a trait also that you looked at um, when you got married? Like, would she be a good mother? Like, were, were those things you were looking at? I'll say this. One of the things that was number one on my list is, will she be able to have a good relationship with my family? Mm. And that has been no problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zero problem. She's very down to earth. Um, I know how my family is. Um, not to say that they're like difficult or anything, mm-hmm. but she's very personable and she can mm-hmm. wait to, you know, my mom, my aunts, etc. And it, it, it's been no big deal. So that's one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that's something that was very high on my list. And you know, there's been no issues on that part, on either part with, with, with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
just such a good flow. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what to But, okay, so just staying on the, because I like that, and the word that came to mind when we were talking about, you know, not really liking the word strong, mm-hmm. the word that came to my mind is assertive. I think right. yeah. it's more so an, uh, you have to assert yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, a word that could be triggering for some people. Um, submissive. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> I think sometimes the word can be interchange. Well, I think sometimes the way that it's interpreted and the way that it's used by people who uh, encourage submission is more so subservient. And right. I think that's why the word gets kind of like, eh. So yeah. there's a lot of, you know, just negative, a negative connotation behind that mm-hmm. word. So what does, I guess, submission mean to you? And do you feel like you and your wife are submissive to each other or kind of like, what does that look like or mean to you? We don't offer, well, I can only speak for myself. Okay. So, um, I don't operate on submission. Okay. And this is not a dictatorship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a partnership. I don't need you to bow to me or submit to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to communicate. We have to be on one accord, especially when you have kids. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, I got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And what, and what my five-year-old is starting to do is when he doesn't like what I say, yep. go to his mama. Yeah. And say, well, daddy said this. Yep. Mama, I want this. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have to be, we have to both be on the same page. Some have submission. It's like, okay, whatever your daddy said is what goes. So whatever your mother said, that's what goes. Right. We have to all be on the same accord. Yeah. Like, a lot of that submission talk, it, it comes from a, a traditional biblical place. Mm-hmm. Um, but in my, I, I kind of related to, you know, how I approach my community work. Like I deal with people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My wife is a person. Yeah. I don't expect this person to submit to me. She's mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. someone that she's someone who's also here, you know, to help and assist me right. and by first this journey. So I, I, I approach it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a matter of, of submission for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this, understanding is very important. Yeah. You have to understand, like, I'm not just talking about talking. I'm talking about Listening, listening, having an understanding from what the other person's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And our issues, that is, anything, any issue we have had has has been overcome because the other person has developed a deeper understanding from where, how they feel, where they're coming from. And it may take multiple times or multiple arguments or conversations for that to happen. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen. Okay, well, let's sit down. Let's iron this out this one time and we'll get over it. Nah, mm-hmm. nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It may take, you know, multiple attempts, but mm-hmm. understanding is key. Like, I try to understand, so. Yeah. That's good. And I always get it right. <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you all go through as women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. One thing I would say women, I would say two women. Mm-hmm. We live in a different society now. Mm-hmm. You all are achieving at a different pace you were in previous decades, mm-hmm. yep. in previous years. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to your relationships with men, 
I think that because a lot of women have, you know, been more empowered, they expect men to understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now, you don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I say this to somebody who I think a lot of people would say, well, not a lot of people. My wife would say, well, he has some understanding. No, I'm a man. I have blind spots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, she says things, and then I, mean, I say things. She'd be like, I can't believe you said that. I'm like, what you mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I have to, like, I I'm learning as well. Right. And so with every man, it's not, it's, you, he has to be able to listen and understand you as a woman. Mm-hmm. But don't expect him to know everything and be understanding of everything because we all grew up. Mm-hmm. I'm 35 years old. Me and my wife, we both, we both grew up in a very traditional household. Mm-hmm. So even like now, like for example, like I, I have no problem saying this. My wife, my wife is a college professor. I'm a teacher. She makes more than me, mm-hmm. right? I have no issue with that. But we both grew up in families with traditional roles. Mm-hmm. And so while she may say, that's no problem with me, that's not how you grew up. Right. Mm-hmm. You grew up a certain way. Yeah. And so when it comes to certain things, you expect the traditional roles to, you don't expect, you innately think those traditional roles are going to fall into place, mm-hmm. and they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, many times, and not many times, sometimes we get in like arguments. So I'm like, look, I hear what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I believe you want to believe what you're saying, but at the same time, we all grew up the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. traditional. Very okay. I'm the man. I'm the provider. You're the woman. You do this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But because for what you do, your time does not allow you to do a lot of things I feel like you may want to do instinctly as a maternal, you know, as a maternal figure in our kids' lives. Right. So I have to take up the slack. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not something naturally that I would do, but we gotta we gotta make compromises here. Right. And that's vice versa. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been times where I've been like, you know what, I'm gonna get a second job. And it's like, well, if you get a second job, you'll be going from me or from the family four or six hours a day. Mm-hmm. Well, I can do this and make twice as much money. Mm-hmm. So which one would you rather do? Which is more efficient for the family. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, well, yeah, well, yeah, I guess you should. So you, you may work more and I have to be more involved as a parent or as a caretaker for our kids. Mm-hmm. Because that's what works. Yeah. But additionally, it's not how we grew up. Right, so yeah. it's, an, it's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't come natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think sometimes people think that because people's ideas are changing, mm-hmm. you want to meet somebody who's also changed with these ideas. And I'm like, eh, <laughs> you need to meet somebody who's willing yeah. to listen to you and evolve. Right. Mm-hmm. Because as a man, I'm telling you, as a man, we don't know, man. We have no idea what you are with us. Mm-hmm. have no idea. Yeah. I mean, the thing that you are, we have no idea. Even when it comes to like domestic violence and dare I say rape or so things, I I would say you know I ain't never better do with everybody. Mm-hmm. That's probably not true mm-hmm. because those guys are not going to be able to tell me or be open about those things that they've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they know them, it's like it's like right, right. Yo, that's not cool. We, we got to handle this. Yeah, yeah. But you talk, you mean. As women, you know. I mean, you know so many women who women who've gone through those different things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so it's it, 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 
it, it's really a you know give and take. It's mm-hmm. a it's a blending process, and it takes a lot of understanding and, and patience with one another. Yeah. But you you know you have to decide what you can and cannot deal with, and what's right right or what's not right for you. Right? Yeah. And I was just I was just gonna say what I hear is a lot of you learning to be a supportive spouse from whatever angle that looks like for Mm -hmm. what works for your family. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a follow-up that I thought about when you saying like, you know, she's a college professor and you teach. Was there ever a point where, you know, because you all met in grad school in terms of like her career trajectory kind of taking off and maybe, I don't know if yours was at the same rate or not, but if it wasn't, was there a point where that felt maybe off to you because mm-hmm. of how you grew up as as a man or was that yeah, absolutely okay oh, I'm sure. absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. I feel with that wholeheartedly because you know like anybody else you have you think by the time you reach a, reach a certain age you're gonna have all this figured out mm. you know what I'm saying yeah you meet somebody now you gotta not only take into consideration okay well take into consideration okay maybe I'm not I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Now I have to address how I get there with this person and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in a, a master's program. My wife was in a doctoral program. Mm-hmm. So when she came out, her, tra- her trajectory was already basically right. planned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I went to grad school, my first semester of grad school, let me see, after I graduated from undergrad, I tried to get jobs in, in, in journalism. Couldn't get them. Couldn't mm-hmm. even get an interview. Right. Mm. So I started working in education because my mom is a teacher. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what gave me education. So I worked. I worked in middle school. Love working with kids. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely loved it. Um, went to grad school. My intentions were in grad school were to be a college professor. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did not like did not did not like about grad school was academia and the politics behind it. Mm-hmm. It took me one semester to figure out. You know what? I much rather work with those kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when I met my wife, I told her, I was like, you know, I want to be a teacher. You know, I'm probably going to be a teacher. Maybe one day I'll be a principal. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not. Yeah. But this is, that's, that's what I want to do. Now, if you're with that, that's cool. If you're not, that's cool too. Right. Because <laughs> you have every, you know, you have every right to want whatever it is you want out of life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, that's not if you want certain things and you don't feel like that matches up what you want, that's, you know, you have that, that's your right. I can't get mad at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What was her response? <laughs> was she there? <laughs> I mean, she, she was I'm there. not. <laughs> she, she, she clearly <laughs> said yes, but what was that immediate <laughs> response? That, you know, that, that I was open and upfront. Mm-hmm. From her perspective, she was like, well, you know, that's not what everything was about. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, after that, it's kind of like we just took it one day at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do no, y'all get no. any like pushback outside? Because you said y'all both grew up in very traditional homes. Like, was there pushback outside, especially from your perspective, from the men in your family, or like, man, yo, yo, well, why no, make... from the men? Huh? Yeah, from the women. Really? <laughs> Interesting. One thing I I will say this. Um, I think that the women saw that maybe she, she like I said, she had her trajectory kind of planned mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. and maybe my cousin, and maybe they thought there might have been a problem down the line. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that was something that I was willing to deal with. Yeah. If she was willing to work with me and be a partner. 
Mm-hmm. Like, if she wasn't, again, I can't, I, I wasn't even being mad. Mm-hmm. It, it would be fortunate. Yeah. But, you know, when it comes to dating, man, and this thing about dating, man, it's like, it's like batting practice. I always look at it as batting practice. Mm-hmm. Like, you're swinging and you're missing. Like, mm-hmm. the whole point is to connect. If mm-hmm. you connect, great. If you don't, you just keep swinging. Mm-hmm. And so I, one thing I had to realize is not to get too, not to be offended, but not take dating personal. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many people that you meet from different walks of life, different places, whatever. And so much has to align mm-hmm. to work. Right? Yeah. It's not what you see on TV. Mm-hmm. What you see on TV is fake. Mm-hmm. It's some different than that yes. it's not this you know oh, we just saw each other and met oh my god <laughs> it might happen like that for a week or two <laughs> yeah. then reality kicks in and you gotta kind of consider okay what's going on here mm-hmm. uh i mean me and mark for thousands of miles apart mm-hmm. yeah right she was in new- i was in new york she was in south carolina right yeah yeah so something had to give mm-hmm. with me and my situation i knew okay well I don't want to be a college professor, so I'm more willing to move. And I know that you, what you're doing, you're more satisfied. You're more, um, I guess, she was more secure, mm-hmm. and her future was more structured as right. far as was. I knew what I wanted to do, but you know, different things. And then you get married, and you're like, okay, well. Now it's time to make some money. Mm-hmm. So even then, initially, I didn't go into being a teacher. I went to nonprofit, and so I entered nonprofit world, holding various positions, director this, director that, or whatever you know. But it wasn't for me. Right. And so once we moved back to North Carolina, that's when I made the switch to being a teacher, and I really, you know, that's. That's something that I realized that was my future, and that's how I built my career. That's something I built my career on. Yeah, but I had to get there, mm-hmm. and she was, and she was, you know, she had to be willing to help me see it through. Yeah, or mm-hmm. connecting with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I just, you know, went back to school, and instead of getting a master of African studies, now I got a master's in teaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I had to get there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that I went to school and got I'm telling you stuff I'm doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like, oh, it's okay. Well, yeah, it's great. Well, you know, I had to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. People don't see that. And so you moved down because you were saying that you decided to kind of move since mm-hmm. you were dating and things were going in a certain way. I guess at what point? Or how soon did you know, like, okay, this is the person I'm going to marry? She was worth moving all those miles for. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that instantly. Mm. Um, it didn't take me long to figure that out. And once I figured that out, it's like, well, a relationship progresses. It doesn't stand still. Mm-hmm. Right? So what's the next step? You know? Yeah. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't the type of person where I'm like, well, we're just going to be boyfriend and girlfriend and cohabitate or extend this process if the next step if we both feel like we're someone that we want to see the next step of our life maybe together mm-hmm. then we period mm-hmm. so i think it went 
when relationships start standing still, that's when they start faltering. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, if, you, if you see somebody and you know, like, go. Right. Like, what are you that waiting lead. for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but again, I also, mm-hmm. I also was at a place where I was like, you know what? If she just up and leaves me and just completely breaks my heart, mm-hmm. I got to be willing to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't, aren't okay with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how long did it take you to, like, just go? Like, how long did it take you to the time that you decided to actually Okay, so maybe a year. Okay. You just went. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, I, I proposed. Let me see. We, we started dating in 2010. I proposed in 2011. We got married in 2012. Mm-hmm. So it didn't take too long. Yeah, you know? not at all. Mm-hmm. And you had said earlier um, in the beginning, you were like, when you approached her, you know, you had dated, but you knew when you mm-hmm. approached her, you like courted her differently or dated her differently. Like, what did that look like? Like, what was the difference? <sighs> she was somebody that I could, again, I can enjoy things with mm-hmm. without pressure. Um, and I don't even know if that was us necessarily or was the situation. Mm-hmm. So, like, when we first started dating, mm-hmm. there was no awkward phase. Mm-hmm. There was no, you know, a lot of times when you meet someone, you start dating, you start posturing. Mm-hmm. Right. And representative. Right. Right. Yeah, well, he don't need. I don't need to seem like this, or she don't need to see me this way, or I don't need to. I don't want to seem needy, so I'm gonna wait till I text her, or I'm gonna right. wait till we call. Oh, yeah. All you the know, games, all that dumb stuff. <laughs> yes. Nah, man. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. So if you with it, you with it. If you're not, you're not. But I, I was not at a place where I was gonna do all that. Like, yeah. If that's what it was, then you know, let's see where it goes. And if it does it, you know, fine. Alright, you'll be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't take it personal. <laughs> I'm serious, because people would take a lot of their dating experiences so personal. It's yeah. like are all y'all just y'all different souls trying to find one another. Mm-hmm. That's so simple it's and yet so eloquent. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But it's so much that has to happen for that to work. Mm, yeah, exactly. Timing is important. Timing, yeah. It is. Yeah, like where you are in life, you know, mm-hmm. I, I say to my wife, you know, <laughs> in college, <laughs> we really weren't very far from one another. Mm-hmm. And in, in retrospect, because I like to party and get around, we were <laughs> in the same place and we didn't know it at the time. Wow. So I'm like, if I met you then, this wouldn't yeah. work. Yeah. Man. <laughs> knowing me then and knowing you then. Right, nah. right, right. Yeah. That's true. Timing's everything. But, yeah. But different time, different place, you know. Mm-hmm. But with different people. And, and and again, after you get married, you, you don't stay the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, you also keep evolving and become different people. And, this, and the key is not to is to stay in tune with whoever that other person is becoming. Right. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. that's changing or they're being this person okay well tell me about it mm-hmm. let me know let me get in your world and what's going on and how you feel and why you why you think this now why you don't like so i i'm aware 
and we can stay in tune one another. Mm-hmm. Don't because like that people grow apart that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep the person that they're married to the same person as that they, they, they dated and not letting people evolve. No. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If she was the same person I met eight years ago, that's a problem. That part. I mean, <laughs> totally agree. That's true. I totally agree. Like, you, ain't, you didn't do anything for the last two years. Right. I tell her, and, and I also say that I told her from John, I was like, look, every five years, that might be a different person. Mm. I'm not going to stay me, but. I will evolve into, you know, different beliefs, different ideas, et cetera, whatever. Yeah. So I do want to keep you in the loop Mm -hmm. when that happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. And so when you got married, you, you feel like, because you were saying like you had to do some work on yourself and things, you know, had to come into play. Like, can you talk about some of that work or some of the things that had to change for you to be ready to, to marry? I had to be ready to be friends with women. Okay. <laughs> I had to understand women, you know, like, no, for real, because I'm a very, I'm a, somebody once told me, you're a very man's man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a guy. So I had to be more, I had to be more understanding and patient with women. Mm-hmm. I, I did not understand them to that point. Right. Um, And that had to happen in order for me to be able to love and be involved with my wife as I do. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, I'd be too impatient. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I, before, I was just... I was too caught up in myself. Okay. And that's easy to do when you're a single person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a relationship is not about you. It's about someone else. And... and when you consider that someone else is a different gender than you, and they're an entire di- and they have an entirely different experience as you do, then you have to step back and really challenge all the things that you believe and be more open to what that other person is saying or experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. I just thought about the, you know, I, I, I guess it, in conceptually the eighty twenty thing. I get what the point is, mm-hmm. but um, so the first time I saw it was, of course, in like, why did I get married? And they talk about the rules. So the concept of, you know, some men and women have that unicorn list of everything they want in the partner, and the mm-hmm. concept is essentially you typically get eighty percent of what you maybe want it. Hopefully it's all the things you need it. And maybe that 20%, not so much. Mm -hmm. And so do you, so like maybe the 80% is, I don't know, they're a good mother, things like that. And maybe the 20 is something like, I don't know, you prefer a certain height, for example. (laughs) Did you feel? My wife is the youngest person I've ever dated. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mine, she's only two years younger than me. Before okay. I never dated anybody that was that much younger than me. Oh, you like the cougar? You like the cougar? Oh my cougar! No, the first person I've ever dated. Okay. <laughs> like no, man, it it doesn't matter. Like mm. no, no, say that it, you can't itemize people, right? Well. Like everybody is their own individual experience, mm. and you got to take them as the package that they are. 
I like it. I'm an I experience. Mean, it's not a transaction. If you base your relationship on a transaction, then your relationship is going to have a transactional feel to Ooh. it. Hmm. And so I never took it as, you know, oh, she has this, this, this. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. no. How do you make me feel? Mm. How do I experience you? Like, how do we get along? How do we solve our differences? Like, how do we connect? When things go wrong, can we come back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So important. You need to be able to see somebody at their worst mm-hmm. or, you know, if they're angriest or whatever. Like, you need, you need to know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you come back from that, like, is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you deal with mm-hmm. Like, these are people. Yeah. And everybody comes with their own set of issues, their own trauma, their yeah. own experiences. You know, things that you don't see when you're dating. Mm-hmm. Thing, and, and even as young adults, like a lot of things, and, and you know, my wife saw me through an evolution where I had to overcome depression. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because of her, right? Yeah, it's because of things that I experienced, you know, when I was younger that were meshing with how I was feeling as a man, me getting older, being a black man in America, trying to reconcile everything, right? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and so. When you take all that into consideration, it's like you have to love that person to be able to see them do it. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, you have to be appreciative of someone who helps you see that too. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be a time when you're going to have to do the same thing. Yeah. And you can't turn your back on the person that helped you through it. Right. Or like that. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, again, everybody, we're people. Everybody's an individual. Everybody's going with them stuff. And so, like, whereas, you know, I may experience that before. It's like, you know, well, my wife, she experiences stuff all the time. She's a mother. Mm-hmm. Childbirth is an experience. Right. So, us having children wasn't, oh, you're pregnant. <laughs> sort of thing. It's okay. What is, what is, how do we need to approach this? Right. You know, how can I make this easier for the both of us? Mm-hmm. What do we need to know? Let's watch, you know, let's watch this documentary. Let's go to this class. Mm-hmm. Let me be there. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you need. How do you want me to communicate with the nurses? So like all of those, like you have to be there for one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a choice that you make. Uh-huh. It was a choice. And it ain't, it ain't always about a feeling. Yeah. Right. Feeling, you know, it's a choice that you made. Mm-hmm. So you got to choose, you know, the right decision. It's easy to walk away from it. I mean, and, and people think, you know, oh, well, I'm not feeling it today. So maybe it's something <laughs> to be cool. I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> yeah, you're not feeling it today. Okay. So our feelings can lie to us. Right. This is true. So you got to also take into consideration with reality. Mm-hmm. You know, but with me and my wife, it's like, you know, the way I feel, whatever she needs, I'm always going to put myself in a position to be someone who can assist her. In and she's always doing the same and vice versa. So it, it, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. And when you have kids, it gets tougher. Kids don't bring you close together. That's a lie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for letting them know. The way you said it, though, you don't have to tell the people that it's a lie. I mean, they should, full disclaimer. 
You know, we added three new people in the house. That's gonna keep us focused. Three new people. <laughs> three new whole. I say that people. All right. All whole like, personalities. Yes. They are so different and need different things. Yeah. And so you get caught. You can get caught from being a dad or being a mom and take your attention away from the person who brought you there in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. That's true. So you gotta you gotta be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. You gotta. It's it's rough. It's listen. Our society doesn't necessarily put us in positions to be great lovers and parents. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we live in a capitalist society that extracts work from people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love work, mm-hmm. so you gotta navigate that. Yeah, that's so true. You gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta. Even now, I mean, we got three kids. It's like you know, when I get off, you know, I go upstairs and talk to my wife. She's tired, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, she's dealing with three kids. On her by herself. Yeah. I'll be like, yeah, you know, we talked about this, that, that. She's going to be looking like, okay. She's going to be like, look. <laughs> Take him, put him to sleep. Right. I'm and that's the reality. Right. Tell her we said thank you. We I, appreciate I it. I can't be all, oh. You ain't right. You didn't listen to I'm me. Saying, no, because, you know, it's a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to relationships, man, people need to realize, number one, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. you know, number two, everything is give and take. Mm-hmm. You have to give, you, have, you know, you have to receive, you have to evolve. Mm-hmm. You have to be open. Yeah. And so for me and my relationship, it's like, you know, it's not perfect, but I always try to shake myself and make sure that I'm doing my part. Mm-hmm. You know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard, man. One thing I would hate to do now is to be single. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> totally agree. Because the internet makes it tough. Yeah. Well, I do. I think the internet makes it you tough. You place physical interaction with a, with a profile. Right. When I when I when listen, when I still dated my wife, it's like we go out, me and my home, we go out, we we talk, we holler at girls. Mm-hmm. We exchange numbers. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I have to see you, I have to talk to you, experience yeah. you before I even decide that I want to even be, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And now more so with with how everything is based on social media and so on and so forth. Everybody wants to put forth an image, mm-hmm. which makes things more convoluted. The best image. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not who you are. Yeah. Right. That's not you. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's, so, it just makes it, it easy it, to be in person. Yeah. And I think it's, it's also hard because you want to put People put want to put forth that best image, but then at the same time want to get mad when a person doesn't accept. You're not accepting me for who I am, but that's yeah. You show me the supermodel. That's what I want. I so feel, don't get right. mad at me. I feel defrauded because you really like to be in pajamas. Mm-hmm. That's the nature of the beast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even mad at that. Yeah. Everybody promote themselves, even if you're not even not even on a, on a, in a dating aspect. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even if you look at it in terms of having a profile market, mm-hmm. everybody trying to pro- sell you something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a look, a style, an image, mm-hmm. an ideology, whatever. Everybody's trying to sell you something. That's why I, that's why I said I would hate to be that because it's so 
you gotta sift through so much mm-hmm. to find out who you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. When you get to a person, it's like, well, this is not who I thought that was. Well, but you don't want to come in a compromising situation just to get there either. Yeah, I mean, the marathon the continues. Again, that's something as a man I, I knew nothing about, but mm-hmm. safety, hello. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I think that kind of brings us, you know, to kind of like our final question, because you were just mentioning like compromise and um, saying, well, that's, you know, not what I thought I was getting, you know, when you show it through Mm -hmm. social media, your profile, but even off of social media, we know you didn't have a checklist. Okay, (laughs) you were very open and stuff. But do you feel like there were areas that you had to compromise in in order to be able to get the love of your life? Like... I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. But it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, if I had to, like, break everything down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like I was compromising. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, if this is what you want, and mm-hmm. this is what you want to do, I'm willing to support you and be there. Right. That's it. That's just a decision. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like I'm compromising. It's like, okay, this is what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I'll put like, for example, I would probably, I know it is a problem. I'll be much more active in my community work, oh. much more out there than I am now. Right. Um, but my wife's schedule doesn't allow, allow and the amount of kids that I have <laughs> don't allow to do that. <laughs> I got three toddlers. Listen, right. these people can't take care of themselves. They can't right. feed themselves. They can't change the diapers. Like one of them does it, he doesn't poop on himself. The other two, <laughs> do, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. But if she wasn't here, I know I'll be out there. But I also know, knowing me. I don't know what else I'll be doing, too. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. mean, that's give and take. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's also keeping me closer to my family, whereas I'd probably mm-hmm. be out there putting everything on the line because I, I know how I am. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I also appreciate the fact that I have a family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that, you know, I'm 35 years old, um, like, hang Aaron passed today. Mm-hmm. The first thing I thought about was the fact that he lived to 86. Mm-hmm. Most black men don't live that long. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are things that now I'm thinking about because I have three boys and a wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not only do I want to live long enough to, you know, just to be with my wife, but I want to live long enough to be able to see my kids through and make sure that they are the people that they need to be. Right. Mm-hmm. To be successful. Yeah. And so, yeah, I could say, you know what? If she won't do a lot of this, so I, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, but just give and take. I think when I'll say this, it's her time to do her thing. Mm-hmm. Seasons. And I got to get her space. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it's season. There you go. It's yeah. a season. Mm-hmm. I got to respect that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, and I like I talk to her all the time. I was like, mine's going to come. Yeah. And when it does, I need, I need you to fall back. All right. Mm-hmm. This is so true. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything that would indicate that she wouldn't. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's important too to see in a partner, like like you said, knowing it's not just about me. Because you could very selfishly be like, I want to do community service now, so you need to figure it out with these kids, you know. And it doesn't lead to a healthy partnership. You're in a partnership, so like you said, it's it's her season right now. You letting her shine, and I think that's so beautiful, um, the way you support her that in that way. Mm -hmm. And also, a huge grant. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but. She's something incredible. I'm like, go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't gonna come away with that. Yeah. It ain't about me. Like, do you think? I I love it. Yeah. yeah, and especially because based off you know what you were saying of your partnership, it's not like this is her season and she's being a butthole about it, right? Or being right. like, you know, I'm doing this. What you, you know, it's it's. So reciprocal. I'm gonna speak up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it twisted. Like my wife is very type A. Right. Yeah. A lot of people think. Oh well, a lot of people. People think that. Oh, she's type A. You know. You go. How do you manage that? I'm like, well, listen. I may seem chill. Right. But when I don't need to be, I'm not. Right. So I have to also, you know, assert myself as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you learn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to learn other people and how you how what to how to respond. Other mm-hmm. people like it's no different than you know. I can talk sternly to my my five year old and he'll just <laughs> crumble. Right. Down. Yeah. And I pop my three year old. And I'm like, do you want a butt pop? He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this thing gonna work. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I gotta talk to you different. I probably have to be more encouraging of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About that life. Yeah, boy. Yeah, he is all about that life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we truly thank you for your time. This mm-hmm. was, I mean, I'm ready for the benediction. I know. <laughs> I know. It was just, it was very rich and it was just such a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? Especially just just your thoughts on things in terms of, you know, even things we've talked about with potential yeah. and the list and the all of that. So we really appreciate just such a unique perspective and your words and thoughts during yeah. this time. And um if you like, no pressure. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you for if you want to do your community <laughs> activities? Or I mean, listen, man. I don't know. You can find me. Uh, my I think my Instagram is uh, at Black Man Rising Up. Um, my Twitter is underscore Black Man Rising Up. So. And we will definitely have that information in our show notes. Yes, yeah. I will make sure I pass that information along. Yes. But... <laughs> and so we'll have one last, our last closeout question. Um, we often hear the, you know, that men say, you know, my wife made me better in those speeches and those vows. Mm. How did you make your wife better? Oh, yeah. Well, I think for me, I challenge her all the time. One of the things about my wife is that, you know, she's a very assertive person and she'll, she's very vocal. And I challenge her on, on that every day. Yeah. Um, and I don't have any, I challenge anybody. That's first and foremost. That's, <laughs> that's me as a person. Right. Like, I don't have any problem saying how I feel, speaking my piece. Mm-hmm. And so 
I think that for her, you know, that's something that she can get with because it always causes her to think mm-hmm. and consider. And so like, I, I've seen how she's changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen how I've affected that and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and that's something I, I don't think will change in either of us. Mm-hmm. So That's awesome. It is. All right, well, D&D fam, we had such rich material that we do not have time for <laughs> no, no, no. a diva letter, dear right. diva. But if you have questions, comments, or concerns that you would like to have possibly read on the episode, you can email us at divaadvice at gmail.com. That is D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Diva Advice. Yes. And in the meantime, you can follow us. We're on Facebook and Instagram, Divas and Duckets. If you're watching now, you know we're on YouTube as well. <laughs> so like and subscribe, Divas and Duckets. Like and subscribe. And yes. we appreciate y'all guys. And like we said, in the meantime, in between time, have a great attitude. All right, bye.